One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/achieve today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to bluenile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at bluenile.com for $50 off. bluenile.com code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. You look small today. <laughs> I do look small today. This chair is Why very... Why you a taller man. <laughs> All right, let's do this, boys. Let's do it. Oh, my, my little arms don't reach the button. <laughs> <laughs> My little arms don't reach the button. <laughs> Just preach. My little arms don't reach the buttons. <laughs> oh, you haven't Kiefer. God's sake. Right, oh, let's go. Liverpool survive and get all three points. Haaland is on his way to Manchester and the player whose farts cost him his job. <laughs> Welcome to the Football Ramble. It's Wednesday the 11th of May. I'm Jules Breach. I'm Eddie Russell. And I'm Pete Donaldson. Dear Deirdre, has a fart ever cost you your job? (laughs) Scared me a few. I like your moxie. (laughs) We will come on to that. We're going to save it right till the end uh, because there's a lot of football to get to. There's a lot of nonsense to get through. This show is full of nonsense. It's a Wednesday. It's a Wednesday. Yeah, but there's so many good nonsense stories. Sometimes, you know... Where I'm going to use the word gassed out a bit on the, uh, on the on the funny stories. But there's so many stupid stories this week. Yeah, there are. There's a lot. It's good. And they're giving it to celebrate football journalist Andy Russell. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave you guys to it. I'll be back in 30 minutes. Andy was bemoaning the fact he couldn't go to, uh, was it Leon tonight? Or, or nice. Go so at nice. He wanted to go to Nice tonight. Yeah. But the, but the flights just didn't work. EasyJet scheduling. Yeah. Just, uh, Andy is me in. so dedicated to the football cause. Yeah. You were going to just, you know, go and Jump just see a, a and... European game and you fancied a bit of Nice, but it didn't mm. quite work out. I'm, I'm so dedicated to hanging out on the Cote d'Azur instead, <laughs> <laughs> instead of in London for a night. Instead really. of Victoria. Yeah. Instead, you get me and Pete talking mm. about farts. Yeah. <laughs> Fart as much as you like upon an EasyJet flight, then I can't smell it. <laughs> oh, Your nose dilates or something. It's weird. <laughs> is that right? 
Is that is that soon as the engine st- as soon as the engine starts, I'm I'm off. I thought it was I'm the doing ar- it. aroma of tuna toasty oh, in microwave. Oh, dear. Not, one those, everything out. not one of those, Pete. What? Well, blow off constantly, constantly. through. The, you'd never know because you oh, can't smell it. It's no, fine. I've had flights before where you sit there and you're like, oh, they've fucking started already. <laughs> <laughs> We've not even taken off yet, and you're oh, like, well. this. I've got eight Limit hours. Limit on the chemical low. Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> right, we'll come on to that a bit later. Unfortunately, um, let's start at Villa Park, shall we? Mm. Where Liverpool beat Aston Villa two-one. But it wasn't an easy match for Liverpool. They no. they weren't at their best and the match started off chaotic. The two goals were an absolute shambles. Villa took the lead, <laughs> Liverpool equalised, but both goals were just as bad as each other. But but their goals. Yeah. I was I was at a game and so I went and saw the second half and caught up on the first half later. And when you were you were texting us at the game and saying they're two shambolic goals. I thought she must be exaggerating, and then I watched them. And I was like, oh, yeah, they're you've described bad. them absolutely <laughs> perfectly. Yeah, you were at a PSG youth game for crying out loud. PSV, you're at a PSV. Sorry, yeah. no, not even PSG. Good God, not not even <laughs> not even PSG. My word. But I, I very much like that um, for for Allison's blunder. I just like he makes a bit of a mistake and he parries it to into uh, Louise's path, um, and then he's just back up again, going. Mm-hmm. Give me the ball. Oh, oh, you do this. You do that. You just fluffed a fluff. <laughs> but that is that is that kind of like awesome footballer mentality. You can have a bit of a rick and then and then you're back up on your feet and you're just doing what you you were born to do effectively. Yeah, it was a little bit like, you know, that famous video clip of the guy who tries to down a can of carbonated water and <laughs> right. it, it, it repeats on him really badly and mm. he goes what do I do and turns around and runs into his garage door yes that's it was, it was, it was, it was a little bit like that I mean Alisson is as good as it gets but every so often he does have one of those yeah, games and it, it, you're, you're right in general Jules it did feel as if Liverpool got away with it a little bit now I think mm. they deserve to get away with it because one they deserve to win the game anyway two the bits in the game in which they were good they were really good, even if those were very limited snippets compared to what we normally expect from Liverpool. Mm. I think really, Jurgen Klopp's got every right to be really proud of them, not just because of the season as a whole, but when you look back at the last two games, for Liverpool, they've been really, I don't know, what's the word? Imprecise, I Mm. think. They've been quite clumsy by their standards against Tottenham and against Villa, and they've ended up coming out of it with four points, which I think, given the way they're having to manage the minutes for the players, given the way that it clearly is starting to all catch up with them mentally, physically, I think for them still to be in it and for them to have got the win any way which they could have Mm. is is really impressive. And, of course, the winner itself was of the highest quality. What a placing. What a placing for that header. It was absolutely beautiful ball, wasn't it, from Luis Diaz, who's been sensational mm. for Liverpool this season. But that cross, it's, it's a great cross, but, but it's only a great cross for Sadio Mane. Yeah, Because correct. you're thinking, how else is anyone going to score from that angle? <laughs> it's but a lovely he, header. It was it, amazing. One of those goals, which as you watched it again and again and again on the replays, it gets better and better and better. You're thinking, oh, okay, it's a, it's a nice header. And then you're like, three replays down the line, you're like, Actually, that's really something. Mm. Catherine really yours entrapment through those lasers. I don't know how, just there was one place where it needed to go and the, he just managed it. You could sense really that in, I think I, I agree with you, Andy, the last couple of games for Liverpool, you can just, 
they're not quite as sharp. Mm. Um, they, they just they it feels like there's a little bit of tiredness there. Mm. And Jurgen Klopp is having to really manage the squad. You know, Bench and Salah yesterday. They've got the cup final at the weekend to look forward to. He made a fair few changes. No Robertson in the side, and and I think Simakas is actually a great player. Yeah, but he's not Robertson. He's not the first choice in that left back position. And and just little changes like that. You know, the midfield was changed up slightly as well. And um. Fabinho had a little bit of a torrid time in the first stages mm. of the game and he then he then pulled up with a hamstring injury and it did make me chuckle because I thought <laughs> he just wants to come off he's like <laughs> I'm having a mare here I'm coming off the pitch now but if he is you know if that injury is sustained and he ends up missing a couple of games now which is which can sometimes happen with a hamstring injury or even the rest of the season or even the rest of the season mm. that's a huge loss for Liverpool because it's a massive apart problem. from the first 15, 20 minutes of this match yesterday, he's been absolutely brilliant this season. Yeah, he has. And um, in terms of them being organised, especially when they're a bit tired, you know, he's arguably the most vital player in the in, in the team. You mm-hmm. know, I, I, he saw them through um, both legs of the game against Villarreal, I thought, by, by the way he, he sort of kept them organised and kept them lean and economical. Um but yeah, it's, it's a huge problem. I mean, I, I saw some Liverpool fans on 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 Twitter saying, "Oh, Jurgen Klopp, he should have rested him. He's played too much recently. You can't rest everyone. Mm. Uh, it's it's difficult. They're still going for everything. Absolutely. So to be in this position where you've got to rotate and yet you've got to keep winning, either. I mean, it's the price of success. But you know, it's worth reiterating that they're playing every match that it's possible yeah. to play yeah. in it's all insane. those compet- in, in all those competitions, which is a lot. You know, they're, they're going to be flagging a bit. Yeah, mm. yeah. It's incredible. And, and look, Aston Villa had opportunities, didn't they, Pete, to to win the get to sorry to equalize late on in the game Danny Ings mm. had had chances so did Ollie Ings and Watkins. Mings baby <laughs> Ings and Mings and Watkins <laughs> um yeah and look they had chances and and it's the sign of a truly great team in Liverpool when you can win games like this when you haven't been at your best and when the opposition actually have been pushing you right to the end. And and they did, and, and Gerrard's team, and Gerrard's team th- this season has pushed uh, teams just by their intensity. And he's just, he just puts rockets up them mm. and they start games so strongly and, and, and they and they come up for the second half so strongly. And I thought um, a lot of Villa fans got very, very angry at the referee. I thought he had a pretty turgid game, to be honest, John Moss. But I don't think he was as... He wasn't as bad as... The, I think the Villa fans were saying... He wasn't as sort of one-sided as the Villa fans were saying, I think it's fair to say. But, like, there was a moment where, like, Lewis, Lewis got his, his uh, ankle st- stood on and um, the referee missed that. Uh and, and then he fell over and grabbed the ball. Don't grab the ball because you're gonna because you may think you deserve that free kick, but you might not get it, mm. and it's gonna go the other way, isn't it? So it's decisions like that where you sort of go, well, look, you've only got yourself. To yeah, there, there's, there's only a very slim <laughs> slither of players who can, can get, get away, away with that, refereeing yeah. the game. Yeah, mm. and it's your it's your Dbex. It's, it's, it's not Douglas like Louise. No, it's not. It's really not. Yeah, I think <laughs> John Moss has um, said that this is his um, last season as a Premier League referee mm. and it wasn't one of band. his best. <laughs> I think he got booed off at one point, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, the, the Villa G- fans gives him something happy. to write about in the autobiography. <laughs> yeah, Do you remember Jeff Winter? And I knew the clock cop were applauding me, <laughs> such as <laughs> their knowledge of the game. <laughs> Jeff Winter was just an idiot. Yeah. Stevie G commented on him at the end and, you know, I know managers have to be careful about how much they can say about referees, otherwise they'll be fined and mm. whatnot. But, um, he wasn't happy. Let's no, just put it that no. way. He didn't think I, it was a good game for I, him. I tell you, he was happy. Jonathan Woodgate watching Van Dyke on the radio. <laughs> he was just he like, 
He's just incredible. He's just like he's just like he's taking LSD for the first time. Five, it was like five minutes of him going. He just he just he, he lets the player get past him. And you think he's he's gone, and then and then he's up again, and he just floats past the player. And I'm like, wow, this is brilliant. It's a really Mo- good impression. monologue of of how much he bloody loves. Just watching like a, a really gifted uh, defender like talking about another defender. Going, he's incredible. Because I think Jonathan yeah. Woodgate is like one, one of the best. Oh, and watching him got, just lose his fucking mind. Yeah. That's what, that's what some of these Liverpool players can do, though, because they're, when they're at their best, they are, they're absolutely brilliant, aren't they? And, and you talked about Sadio Mane's goal in his post-match interview. Um, he was asked whether he's having one of the best times he's had at Liverpool mm. at the moment and playing some of his best football. And, you know, he said he was really happy to be there, which I thought was a, a very interesting question to ask, considering there's a few rumours floating around about his future, which for me have kind of come a little bit out of nowhere because no one was really talking too much about Sadio Mane potentially leaving the club up until recently. Be- because they're talking about Salah's contract because, instead. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And obviously Salah's still not signed his contract. You've got, uh, Louise, who's um, just joined the club, who's been amazing in the front three. And now there's a few rumours about Sadio Mane potentially joining Bayern Munich. What have you made of that? I think there's a little bit of pressure being applied by Mane's agents here. Beyond Bazema, got the keys to the Mabimmer, etc. <laughs> <laughs> well, because... You know, in German, Zimmer, Zimmer means rooms. Yeah. Rooms, rooms. Yeah, because ah. I, I saw it when I was in Frankfurt last week. It said ah. Zimmer, Zimmer, and I was like, who got the keys to my bimmer? You were in a room with a footballer. <laughs> no, I was you? not in a room. <laughs> Actually, I was a ro- in a room with an entire squad of footballers. Whoa, rumours. You might need on. to explain that because it just sounds like I'm being <laughs> terrible to you. Basically, yesterday I was at um, the Premier League doing a, a live show and we have a game of Guess Who on the show. Yes. And it's a it's a football player and we always blur out their face and the, the viewers have to guess who it is. And we had Matt Holland on as a guest in the studio and I asked him, oh, do you know who this player is? And I said, there's three clues. Uh, he he plays for Liverpool. He played for Liverpool, sorry, mm. should I say, because he was wearing a Liverpool kit in the picture. I said, but he's played for three Premier League teams in total. He's playing for one of them currently now. <laughs> and Matt sat there and was like, oh, I don't know who it is. I'm not sure who it is. And I said, I'll give you a clue, Matt. I was in a room with him last night. He looked at me as if to say, what? And, and what I what I didn't realise I hadn't explained live on the telly prior to that comment is that myself and Matt off air were talking about Brighton and Hove Albion's end of season player awards, right. of which I hosted, hosted the night before and he was asking me about it. And so it just came out as if everyone else was privy to that conversation off air where Adam Lalana, of course, plays for Brighton, was in the room with me the night before at the awards. <laughs> and so I then went, not a bedroom. And, <laughs> not a bedroom. And, and, and awards room. Not a bedroom, <laughs> an awards room. And I basically dug myself a really embarrassing <laughs> hole. Didn't have to name check the bed. Whilst live on air. I'm an idiot. Wonderful. I'm an idiot. She's such a pro. What I love about you is she's such a pro until she's not a pro. And it's, <laughs> it's fantastic. What, what we really want to know is did Tarek Lamptey enjoy his jumbo crunchy fish finger? Uh, <laughs> I, I love that that picture of him and that picture of him and Welbs 
was amusing. Yeah. Said he's going to get a happy meal. Daddy Welbeck posted a picture <laughs> on Instagram of him and Tarek Lamptey and they're wearing identical suits and ties. <laughs> uh, and it does look like Danny is with his son. Uh, and it's very, very cute. I love Tarek so much. He's such a nice lad. Anyway, enough of my um, exploits. Come on. <laughs> Again, you, you are worst enemy. <laughs> <laughs> Brass, as you were saying about Mane, is he going to Germany? Is uh, he going to go to a Zimmer Zimmer? Zimmer? My, 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 my guess is is no. Um, I think it's quite interesting if you look at like the what in American sports you would call the free agent class of 2023. And you look at the players who are going to be out of contract that year as stands. So you've got Mane, Salah, Lewandowski, Serge Gnabry. I, th- I think it's all interconnected because I think Bayern, uh, it suits Liverpool, it suits Mane's people to say, Liverpool, get on with it. It suits Bayern to say to Serge Gnabry, if you're not going to sign again, we've got other options. It feels like a bit of hurry up on all sides to me. As you're saying, he's, he's very happy, very valued there. I'd be really surprised if, if Sadio Mane didn't stay. I would be as well. Mm. Very, very surprised. And I think it's interesting that this has all come at the same time as the big news yesterday when Manchester City confirmed the news that we all expected to be announced at some stage this summer. But it's been announced nice and early now um, that they have reached an agreement in principle to sign Erling Holland for £51 million. The personal terms still need to be finalised, which is why this isn't actually actually official, 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 but it's effectively official because Man City have announced it. It, it. The way they announced it is really weird, though. Yeah, it was because, weird, wasn't because it? Because there's, there's a release clause, so they don't need to reach agreement in principle with Dortmund. Mm-hmm. They just need to go, there's your money. <laughs> that, that is the extent of Dortmund's involvement in the negotiation. Yeah. And like for weeks... Dortmund and their incoming sporting director, Sebastian Kerr, have just been saying, I just wish it, can't they just get on with it? Yeah. You know, that that, is, that has been their, is it, their feeling. Is it a testament to Haaland's um, skill that he's managed to sort of keep his head kind of level and, and perform in the way he has when, like you said before, it's almost like he's been on lawn for a couple of seasons? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, mean I think that's it, that's it Pete. It's, because it's been set in his mind he's always had a very clear career plan right. that he could have gone to the Premier League when leaving Salzburg instead of going to Dortmund but he, he said no I'm going to do that you know elite club minus that intermediate step if you like before right. ending up at a real monster club I think that's worked out for him I mean obviously he is going to be very very well paid but he's made his decisions from a sporting standpoint rather than a money standpoint which right. I, I think will stand him in in pretty good stead I mean, I think he'll be fantastic for for Manchester City. He is different to to what they've got. He's something different um, for for them as as, as well. So I, I think I, I'm I'm sure it'll work out. There's been a lot made about his muscle injuries this mm. season, mm-hmm. but in Germany, a lot of that discussion is about since Marco Rosa has come in as coach of Borussia Dortmund a lot of the players have picked up muscle injuries. So maybe it's something to do with the training. I think people look at him and because he's someone who's so clearly like getting used to his own body Mm. because he's gone through such a a growth spurt as well. I mean, if you look at him and try to, and you've not seen him play, you would incorrectly guess what sort of player he is. Mm. You would look at him and think, oh, rangy target man. Whereas actually likes the ball in front of him. Yeah. And he scores some, he scores such a huge range of goals, doesn't yeah, he? Totally. Which is what makes him so exciting in this City team is that he, you know, you kind of expect him to score goals 
from everywhere. Is there is there a chance? I'm you know I'm intrigued to know your thoughts on this, Andy. That you, I mean, he's already favourites with the bookmakers to win the Golden Boot next <laughs> season, which is insane, seeing he's not actually officially a Manchester City player as of yet, but he pretty much is. Um, is there a chance that Pep might actually slowly embed him into the starting eleven because we've seen him do that before with big signings like Jack Grealish? Did he do the same with Leroy Sane? I, I vaguely remember him not not actually starting him loads and then eventually embedding think, him into the team. Is that right? Yeah, but I think, I think the difference with either of those, obviously Sane got very frustrated and left in the end, mm. but I think the difference with either of those is they both fell into nice to have rather than we actually need that player. Mm. Like, you know, when Ruben Dias came, he fulfilled a need that Manchester City were lacking. Mm. I think that is the same with, with Holland. So I don't, I don't think there will be that, that, time to to bed him in or anything like that despite obviously they've got all the fact that pre-season as well they've known he's, he's he's coming for a while and of course Holland has scored an incredible amount of goals at an incredible rate of knots in the Joe. Champions League yeah. al- already yeah. but the thing is since he's been there at Dortmund his overall game has improved so we talked about that intermediate step working for him I think it's worked for City as well because when he first arrived at Dortmund Often, like, say, Jane Sancho or Torgan Azar or Gio Reyna would give him the ball and he'd, like, fumble around on it a bit and not give it back to him and lose it. You know, he looked like mm. a prince in front of goal, but he didn't look like a prince with the ball at his feet trying to bring other people into the game. Now he's the all-round player, so he fits City much better than if he'd gone there immediately. So that, that time at Dortmund, I know it just looks like one straight line of goals unbroken, but how he's improved as an all-round player is amazing. And, of course, we're going to get his um, incredibly awkward interviews. <laughs> yes! Look forward to that, everyone. Oh, it's yeah. always awkward, isn't it? I've not interviewed him before. Have you interviewed him, Andy? No, but last... When you watch them, they, he just gives one-word answers, which is there is nothing worse as a reporter in that situation. He's just a cheeky little troll, isn't he? Uh, last tells me that, oh, yeah, everyone from that town's like that. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Well, the town have actually built him a statue. Have Ibrina, you seen it? Yeah. The... it it's, it's made of wood and it is horrible. <laughs> it's uh, it, it's it, awful. It, it looks like something out of the Wicker Man. And I did look at the, <laughs> the Wicker Man's rules. He came of his own free will. He has the power of the king and is a virgin and a fool. <laughs> but I the, think there's but, certain I mean, things to that. I think they're going to burn it with a man inside. But but, but the guy, <laughs> yeah. maybe the sculptor, <laughs> the, the, the guy who's the sculptor, he, he had some criticism in the, the, the Norwegian papers of the, the, the head that he did. Right. People were saying, is it like the equivalent, is it the Norwegian equivalent of the Cristiano Ronaldo statue? Yeah, okay. That they, right, had okay a, yeah. That, that they had at Funchal Airport. Yeah. And he said, look, it's only my first go. I'm having I can a couple refine of it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in fairness, with wood you can refine, whereas with yeah. the Ronaldo statue, it's made a mess. There's nothing you can do about that. That's, yeah. that's Hit forever. it repeatedly with a hammer. And I'll beat it back into shit. Wow. <laughs> I mean, he's a character, though, isn't he? Oh, he's he's, just, it, like he had a secret medical, didn't he? He had a se- didn't Vincent Company set up a Vin- yeah, secret? Apparently so. He's got a disused ambulance or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking. Of, I'm thinking, of, and like. Oh, it'd be like an eight millimetre footage of like that Area 51 alien autopsy yeah. just watching that stuff in an old shed. I mean, wow. Imagine what a medical on Erling Haaland looks like because he's an absolute animal of mm. an athlete. 
Just, yeah, I, you, I, you'd want something properly biomechanic, <laughs> wouldn't you? You wouldn't want the Tony Poulis, like, no. you know, run twice around the pitch no. and then you sign, pal. You don't want a sharp spin. You want an acid bath, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> to burn up all the implements. But like, I just like how excitable Pep Guardiola is. He's like, I want to say stuff, but I can't. Because yeah. he's just going, I've benched the best footballer from Belgium. I've benched the best footballer from England. And I'm going to bench this fucker. It's going to be brilliant. That's what he gets off on. The control. Straight in my fantasy team, though. Yes. <laughs> you reckon? Uh, yeah. Can you afford him? Yeah. How much is he going to be? Jesus. Might become one of the most expensive forwards in the game. It's going to be a lot of Southampton defenders in your team next season. <laughs> Livermento, get well soon. Hurry up and get back in my team. Uh, right, we'll take a break. When we come back, we have got uh, an, an amazing version of Pep Talks on the way <laughs> and the latest in the tales of Wagatha Christie. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. Some 
Oh, magic. Oh, Gabby. <laughs> oh, Gabby. Um, welcome back to the Football Ramble, guys. It is Wednesday, so it's time for Pet Talks. We are so, so happy. We're so happy. We are so happy. Yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy for that. We are so happy. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. Sit down. Sit down. Uh, This is from Bell King. I grew up in Australia and only ever followed one sport. Aussie rules footy. Google it. I think Mm -hmm. we're across it. Uh, I'm a lifelong member and diehard supporter of the perennially uh, perennially shit at North Melbourne Kangaroos because my beloved but terrifying grandfather conditioned me to believe uh, that following any other team would make me a flake and a traitor. Um, And even though the Kangas are fucking awful, I've regarded my loyalty to them as proof of my good character uh, and enjoyed the sense of belonging both to the club and my family that sticking by them through thick and thin uh, but mostly thin has given me so yeah never watched a game of English football until the pandemic when locked up at home I started casually watching the Premier League with a vague uh, memory of a souvenir Spurs pennant in my grandfather's house I chose Tottenham as my team because I'm a a nong, I don't know what a nong is, uh, is who seeks the app- approval of a dead person. Maybe we should uh, Google that. Is that <laughs> you, you Google that, I'll, uh, I'll get back to it. Uh, <laughs> but also because I'm scared the old prick would be back to haunt me if I didn't follow his team. Um, it's been a wild ride and over three seasons I've transitioned from casual or unconvinced observer to having my neighbour curse me out in the driveway because I scream, for fuck's sake! Uh, at my TV in, at inappropriate hours. I fucking love it. Uh, problem is, I stumbled on some family artefacts this week, which far from validating my decision uh, to follow my grandfather to hell and support Spurs, presented me with a shocking revelation. Turns out the old bastard was actually a Liverpool, <laughs> actually a Liverpool fan. Uh, is this what it feels like to learn that you were adopted? What the hell do I do now? Well, you go with the team who are, might potentially win a quadruple. Yeah, I, yeah I guess Are you so. too far down the line now? Yeah. You reckon? You've got that two um, years, <laughs> two years of Spurs. It's not that long. I mean, it's confusing to sort of to know it was switch, Spurs rather than know it switch. was. <gasps> You've not switched from Brighton. <laughs> you live switch. up here now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, Nong, I googled it. Good. A foolish or stupid person. On the Nong Nanging, where the trees go ping and the sheep go jibber jabber do. Yeah, there <laughs> yeah. we go. There we. What yeah. do you think she should do, Andy? Stick, stick with the stick Spurs. With Spurs. Also, I think you know, bearing in mind that the North. Melbourne Kangaroos. I mean, clearly Spurs are a higher level than that, mm-hmm. but you know, some people just love the misery. <laughs> I, one of my best friends is a Spurs fan. Mm. It doesn't suit him as much now they're better and now they have a nice stadium. Ah. But you know, they still have the occasional thing backfire. Well, they have more than the occasional mm. thing backfire on them. And you know, some people need to lean into that. Don't yeah, they? good manager shit team. It's, it's Enjoy just it. you. You gravitated it's- towards Spurs. For a reason, because mm. obviously you Look, imagine seeing that penitent. I'm just, penitent. I'm looking out for Belle and the ghost of her grandfather haunting her <laughs> and just telling her to do what's right. You know, he, yeah. he was actually a Liverpool fan. Be careful, them ghosts are real. <laughs> uh, right. Constantly haunted. Uh, we've got the one. Jules Beach story. <laughs> we've got one from Dev here. Uh, my girlfriend wanted to go and see Florence and the Machine as it's her favourite band. As I'm not so keen, she said she would be happy to go and see a band I like. So we found tickets to go and see Fontaine's DC around the same time and bought tickets to see both gigs. Okay, mm. good compromise. Oh yeah. Uh, recently, I asked her when the concerts were, as I wanted to put them in my calendar so I don't oh, forget about them. No. She told me the dates. And immediately I thought that both sounded around the same time as when the World Cup is due to kick off. Uh I checked the dates against the fixture list and unsurprisingly, both gigs are scheduled on England fixture dates. Not good. 
Ugh. Luckily, the Fontaine's DC gig is on the same day as England's first game against Iran, but that game is scheduled for 1pm, so I should be able to see both. Great. However, the Florence gig is on the same evening as England's game against the USA. <laughs> I've come up with three potential solutions which I've not yet shared with my girlfriend. Like Probably it. wise. <laughs> uh, one, watch the England game on my phone at the gig. Two, tell her I'm sick on the day. <laughs> Only issue is I think she'll see through this plan. Yes, Do you she reckon? Will. Yes, she will. Uh, three, go to the pub before the gig to watch the start of the game and decide at the time when I have to leave for the gig whether it's worth staying <laughs> to watch the rest of the game depending on the score. Look forward to receiving some great advice. Well, Dev, you have come to the wrong place. <laughs> no, no, no. I think he's come to the right place because I'm a girl. I know how his girlfriend might be feeling and thinking in this situation. Right. So are you an- immediately going to rule out number two? All three of those are terrible ideas. Mm. They all sound terrible. I There's actually, no winners. Genuinely, I don't think number one is that bad a shout. <laughs> well, what Mace was saying watch yesterday game, that, that she ended there. up watching the Spurs game on on her phone at Weatherspoons. I've been... Was, wasn't she? She didn't say yeah. how good the reproduction was. Though. I've been for dinners and put my phone on the table with the game on. Yeah. Fine. I've done that. Uh, just not number two. All right, Dev? Not number two. I did it on a day when my partner was already angry with me, so I was like, it's not getting worse, <laughs> is it? Can't go past infinity. I'm also not against number three mm. because idea number three, actually going to watch a bit of the game and, I mean, like, England might be like... 4 nil up at halftime. You don't need to watch the second half. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, they won't be. It's against the USA. But... <laughs> it might be. It'll be It'll be tight, won't it? You reckon? Mm. Yeah, I reckon it will be tight. You have the tickets. Tell her, look, it's on the same day as the England game. Really want to watch it. Mm. You know I'm not not keen on Florence. Mm. So... Florence why, is a young woman. Why She'll don't probably you... Have, yeah. Yeah, take one of your friends. Take a mate. Take a yes. mate. I'll go to the pub with the boys. You'll have a great time with someone who actually likes Florence and the Machine. Yeah. And then we'll yeah. break up at the end of it. Yeah, and, <laughs> and it'll be over and it'll be fine and then I don't have to go to shit gigs like Florence and the Machine anymore. <laughs> Any more questions for us? As you can tell, we have the best advice. Uh, send those in and we will get to them every Wednesday on Pep Talks. Show at footballramble.com is the email address or tweet us at footballramble. Um, right, we've... We've done some very serious stories today. Yeah, and I yes. Think we're about to get onto something very serious mm. because it was an explosive day in the latest tales of Wagatha Christie yesterday. You, you legit said that like you had some audio, like. I wish I did. Why Court don't I? Report. Pete, Court roundup. Sorry. Where is that audio? You can sort it out <laughs> in post. Um, it was the first day of the court hearing yesterday as mm. Rebecca Vardy attempts to sue Colleen Rooney for libel over her accusations that she leaked false stories about her. This was all to do with all this Instagram stuff, all these shenanigans that were going on a couple of years ago. Um, (laughs) 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 I really don't know if I can read this next bit out, but I will. I'm going to do it. You're a journalist. You have to. I'm a serious, respected, professional journalist. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Do, do it with the same sort of impartiality and seriousness that Ros Atkins does those brilliant explainers on BBC News. Okay, here we go. At one point yesterday, Rebecca Vardy was asked whether she respects other people's privacy. She said, yes, she does. The court then heard quotes from an interview that she once gave about having sex with pop star Peter Andre. One of the quotes from the interview was as such. Peter's hung like a small chipolata, the smallest trouser equipment I've ever seen. Don't clip that. <laughs> I don't need that in my life. Direct quote. I mean, that's End the first day, isn't it? Now. That's the first this is day. day. Day one. He's starring in Greece in Southend. <laughs> Sensational. Have you been? 
I don't know. I just saw a poster for it. Maybe it's not even in South End. Maybe it's in the Dominion <laughs> Theatre, which I, mm, might be that actually. You just don't need it, do you? How would you feel as a gentleman being described as having the smallest trouser equipment known to man? I think you have to take a pragmatic view of it. Yeah. I mean, the, I think if I was if I was trying to step away from it in her position, mm. like who actually uses that trouser equipment? <laughs> what, what the fuck is that? <laughs> No one's, no one's really said that. Also, keyhole I, surgery is important. And, <laughs> and on knees, for example, just get in there, get out. Can I just say, in previous discussions I've had with my girlfriends about right. trouser equipment, of course you're talking about <laughs> trouser equipment. Never have we referred to it as trouser equipment. Number yep. one, mm. number two, never do we use varieties of sausage to describe yeah. said trouser equipment. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> But Chipolata, I mean, that's tragic. It's a shame. It's, it's unwelcome, tragic. isn't it? If you're, you know, you, you've probably got an alert set for your name. Bing, 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 bing. Ah, ah, mate. Fuck. <laughs> I mean, ah, nuts. I just feel a bit... Small for, nuts. Feel a bit for Jamie right now. Yeah, Don't you? Uh, well, look, it. Uh, he knew this was coming. <laughs> Everyone knew this was coming. Could have sat out and got, you know, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? What's day two going to hold? <sighs> I can't wait, to be honest. <laughs> I want this show to end so I can get back to Crown Court or wherever it is. <laughs> oh, Fantastic. Amazing. We'll be back with another update tomorrow. <laughs> no doubt, yeah. <laughs> I was um, going to say someone else will be back for another update, but I'm still here tomorrow. Are yeah. you? Oh, lovely. Yeah. Should have gone and watched a football match, mate. <laughs> Might hear about Cumberland sausage tomorrow. I, I, was, yeah. I, was, I was sat there watching uh, Brentford B, thumbing through a copy of OK at the same time, right. multitasking. <laughs> Got all bases covered, Brad. Yeah. Proper journalist he is. Proper. <laughs> ah, meanwhile, in Lyon, we heard some interesting news this week, actually. Um, do you remember Marcelo? He was removed from the Lyon team in August 2021 because of what was at the time reported as a dressing room incident. We have now discovered what this dressing room incident was. Mm. Nothing to do with chipolatas, nothing to do with sausages. But actually, according to L'Equipe in uh, France, which is the um, local newspaper out mm. there, um, his exit from the club was actually due to farting in the dressing room that the former sporting director, Janino, just said he could not take any more. I mean, your, your, your farts have got to be bad to mean you lose your job over it. Come and, on. And, and, and if they can sort of be pinned on you quite easily, that's that's upsetting, isn't it? I mean, it, I he suppose. must have been quite proud of them. Okay. For, for people to Maybe. know they were his. Yeah. Well, it's, it's interesting because this came from... Got another from, one, lads. <laughs> this came from... Here it is. There was, there was this... Forensic. Eggy won that. <laughs> <laughs> there was this this forensic report on what's gone wrong at Leon in yesterday's Le Keep. Mm. And then, just in the middle of it, they talked about Marcelo farting, <laughs> him and the rest of the team laughing about it, and Janino going, right, cheerio then. <laughs> go go and play for the reserves. Yeah, And it just seems so incongruous. And you're like, I feel I have to... I'm pretty sure I speak French. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna reread this. Yeah, 
It definitely says that. <laughs> definitely, definitely yeah. says that. Now, Marcelo has is, is, is come onto Twitter. To, and he hasn't been said on Twitter your, for... said it was your diet plan. <laughs> Too much tomato sauce. <laughs> Too much dairy. Yeah. Dairy intolerant. <laughs> They're not good with dairy intolerances in France, though, are they? Yeah, who'd, mm. have, who'd have thought that, life. Um, that, that French footballers and French footballers in the gastronomic capital <laughs> of France for the last 400 years would be sitting around and eating those beans with sausages in them. Yeah, <laughs> as part of a pre-match meal. I it's love Franks and beans. Such a surprise! But I, lo- I just love the fact that I mean, even if he's doing it as a little joke, to, like a little rib, to kind of like go, "Ha ha, I'm going to get one over on you," to you know, and and everyone knows that you did a pump once. Like it's incredible. A pump, little Tommy once. Squeaker. <laughs> well, you said that he took to Twitter. He basically denied these allegations, didn't he, Marcelo? Yeah. Um, but Janino retweeted it. <laughs> like they're well, having, they're having a full social media nice. argument about farts. Um. And Janino said, see, I told you, a defender has to fart loud, long and stinky. Yours was only loud. <laughs> then it's weak. With lots oh. of laughing emojis. Wow. Oh. I'm going gonna, gonna to release a little rumour that uh, I've wrote on Jules' Wikipedia. I'm going to try and get this rumour started, Andy. Pretend, <laughs> I don't have a Wikipedia pre- Pretend. Yeah, you don't. Why? What's that I don't about? I have a Wikipedia page. Yeah, it's like yet. some weird sporty kind of version of Wikipedia that I found this on. Oh, it's like um, a feet one, is it? No, it's not a feet one. Um, pretend we've been picked up on a hot mic, Andy. Uh, I hear Jules Breach was fired from our radio show Spot Saturday on Juice 107.2 FM for doing pumps. <laughs> <laughs> so pretend that went out. Why are you doing that to me? Oh, dear. What, I mean, what a story. I, I, it, it's, it's on a day where we've had little chipolatas, <laughs> big farts. It's, and Franks and beans. <laughs> it's indicative of a wider malaise. <laughs> Football <laughs> quite frankly. I love it. But I enjoyed it. I thoroughly enjoyed more it. More farts in football, please. Mm. Mm. Kick um, it in. Well, more football tonight. Hopefully we'll get some more stories like that out of tonight's mm. matches. Um, but they are actually quite tense for the bottom of the table. Everton, with their win at the weekend, got themselves out of the relegation zone and they go again tonight. We go again. Frank <laughs> Lampard's Everton up against Watford, who are already relegated. And then Leeds take on Chelsea. Leeds are the team who currently are in the bottom three. Um, look, it's, it's going right to the wire, isn't it? You just can't call it. I fear for Leeds, honestly. I do, yeah. Same. Especially when you look at those fixtures. Yeah. And, and, and Jesse March is... He's doing a lot of talking and not much managing for my He's just like, this is how I'm going to do this. And he's like, just do it! Well, Crying out loud. The, the latest is that apparently Jesse Marsh has been finding different ways to motivate the players. Mm. Uh, he said he's going to use Gandhi and Mother Teresa quotes and John F. Kennedy as inspiration right, in the relegation battle. Right, a paedophile torture and a sex maniac. <laughs> Come in, Jesse. Yeah, sweet. <laughs> Um, well, that's what he's saying he's doing. And um, yeah, I'm not sure how well that goes down with, with footballers. Well, no. it looked like, You'd have to explain it like who Rafinha was, was. It looked like Link. Rafinha was channeling all that inner peace when he was like <laughs> getting ready to rip the referee's head off at Arsenal on Sunday. Yeah, Jack indeed. Harrison actually said he quoted Gandhi before the defeat to Arsenal on Sunday. Well, wasn't there that there was a video game that w- that had something wrong with it? It was a video game. It was all about uh, uh, civilized one of the civilization games. You know, like the ones where you sort of build. Uh, it's it's the start of civilization, and you've got to get to the space race or whatever. You've got to get to a certain. Is this part. like FIFA's new? It's, it's game. FIFA's, yeah, it's FIFA's <laughs> new direction. Very confusing. <laughs> uh, but something went wrong with Gandhi's temperament, 
and some number got put in memory incorrectly and, and so it meant that Gandhi was like ultra nuclear power want to kill everyone <laughs> he went absolutely mad and it's just kind of the Gandhi civilization clause so maybe it's that kind of Gandhi maybe nuclear maybe. Gandhi <laughs> um, also tonight David at, Gandhi ooh, at the, <laughs> yes to David Gandhi um, Manchester City take on Wolves and I mean look there's not many games left to go now but you you kind of assume that Man City and Liverpool both have to win every single mm. game if they're going to push it right to the end. Um, Wolves do not seem yeah, like they've got the appetite no, for turning anybody over, no? But it was very narrow in the reverse fixture. Only 1-0 and Raul Jimenez mm. was sent off in that game. They're still sort of fighting for a place in Europe. I, th- I think you can sort of see that in the squad. And Yeah, I, I look at Wolves and I think that they're not going to get there. They're, they're not going to get there. No, but that doesn't, well. that doesn't mean they couldn't make it difficult for... Mm other teams mm. and you know I still think there's there's a weird result somewhere for, for City and for Liverpool or for one of them you look at the way Villa played last night with the intensity they did mm. it seems to me that every team that's going to face Liverpool or Man City between now and the end of the season kind of wants to be the one that's going to go right we made the difference in that title right yeah you don't do it with 1% you, you possession that, though, like Newcastle did the weekend <laughs> 1% possession <laughs> There we go. Well, enjoy those games tonight. We'll be back with another episode tomorrow. Cheers, Pete. Cheers, Brass. Good to see you both. And um, no farting, please, as we leave the room. Oh, Jules. (laughs) This is why they chucked you off Juice FM. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Football Ramble, part of the ACAST Creator Network. We'll see you tomorrow. The Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.